This is a HeadGum Podcast. Looking for a new high-end mascara without breaking the bank? The new L'Oreal Paris Panorama Mascara gives you a high-end lash look in a premium gold luxe packaging. It's all about panoramic volume and fully fanned out lashes. With its tapered brush, the new Panorama Mascara catches every single lash, giving you the false lash look without any of the hassle. Say goodbye to clumps and flakes, because this mascara is specially formulated to resist them all day with up to 24-hour wear. And the best part? It performs better than Luxe mascaras at only a fraction of the cost. You can buy Panorama Mascara on Amazon today. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Cheryl? Tig! This was, this was, oh, this was something else. This was something else. I did not know it was going to be what it was. <laughs> when I saw Stephanie earlier today, I said, all right, well, I got to go watch uh, this documentary about bees. Yeah. Sounds cute. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But listen, we, we get, we talk about a lot of stuff. We talk, you know, Barbara Streisand comes up again. Have I hope she listened. Do you think she would be angry if she listened? You have her email address to oh, her people that could contact her. You should reach out, subject title, pork taco. <laughs> and then she'll be like, oh, this because must be we, from Cheryl. We focus too much on the pork taco. I don't want that getting back to her like I'm, you know, somehow making fun of that because everybody loves Oh, I'm sure she'd be ta- irate if she <laughs> okay. knew you were talking about this pork taco. Okay. Did you, I mean, I know we don't review movies, but did you like this movie? If I needed to like drift off to sleep uh-huh. and I had to sound down. <laughs> and you wanted people yelling at each other in another language? And watching people get stung by bees for a solid hour and a half. <laughs> this would be your go-to. <laughs> this would be my go-to. But also you'd want it to for sure be an Oscar-nominated movie where That's people true. get stung by bees and yell at each other for an hour and a half in another and language. And eat a lot of honeycomb. Um, ladies and gentlemen, welcome no, to... ladies and jerks. Ladies and jerks, welcome to Honeyland. It all started when Tig and Cheryl met in the mid-2000s. Hey, nice to meet you, Tig. I'm Cheryl Hines. Hi, Cheryl. I'm Tig Notaro. Should we do a podcast about documentaries? Yes. A podcast about documentaries? Is this microphone on? Five furious frogs fiddling faintly. Furious frogs fiddling faintly. Five furious frogs fiddling faintly. I am the first ever podcast, and Tig and Cheryl are following in the sound of my footsteps. Let's get started. I'm so ready. Tig and Cheryl. True story. Cheryl. Tig. Whose idea was it to watch this? Okay, this this was... Was it Gabby? Yes, this was Gabrielli. And I'm (laughs) furious with her. (laughs) Wait, why are you furious? (laughs) Well, okay, today we're talking about Honeyland. Oh, right. This documentary. Uh Uh-huh. 
Well, what's it about? Honeyland is a 2019 Macedonian documentary film directed by Tamara Kostevska mm-hmm, and Lobomir Stefanov. It follows a loner beekeeper in rural Macedonia, Hatija. Nailed it. Out of all of the people we've discussed on this podcast, mm-hmm. she's for sure listening <laughs> to this podcast. <laughs> there is no oh doubt. That she's tuned in. She was already a fan, hoping that we would cover her documentary, but go ahead. Okay, it's about Hatija and her struggle to maintain her way of life after new neighbors move in next door. Honeyland premiered at Sundance and is the only documentary in the history of the Oscars to be nominated for Best International Feature Film. What year? 2019. Wow. Yeah. Did it feel older to you? Because it takes place in a in an ancient. It's not even a town. Village. It's not even a village. It's one. It's a. It's not a village if a river doesn't run through it. Remember they mm. said that. Or did you get up for a snack? Then? Oh no, I was reading every subtitle like there See, was that's, no tomorrow. That's a thing. I don't know how I missed that there were subtitles. I was settling in <laughs> with my headphones on, <laughs> ready to go. And then there was the subtitles, and I thought, well, maybe this is just the beginning. Mm, and they right. didn't stop. Nope. And I have to say, I'm one of those dum dums where if I find out there's subtitles, there's you're subtitles, like, come I'm on. Like, yeah, I'm like, I'm out. I can't do this. It's a lot. Yeah. It's a lot. And I don't understand how you are expected to read. And pay attention. And then you have to hurry up and glance up and see what they're talking about. And then you have to get back and, and keep reading. And so, I, but needless to say, I took my headphones off. And yeah. Um, oh, so you didn't even hear the sounds of their voices or the no, bees buzzing. No, I did. And okay. I heard the whole thing. Okay. I just didn't need it in my ear holes <laughs> so closely. <laughs> I don't understand the language. And not only don't understand the language, but everyone was so upset with each other during this whole movie, including the bees. Everybody. I I never. Here's what I never need to see again after watching this documentary. I never need Mm -hmm. to see one person eat honey Mm -hmm. or bite into a honeycomb or Mm -hmm. get stung by a bee. Oh, my Lord. Oh, my Lord. First of all, I'm all. There's so many. First of all, the woman. Do I say starring? In this documentary? Yeah, she, yes, she's a movie Did, star. You said this was uh, nominated for an Oscar. Did she go to the Oscars? Do you know? Oh, Tig. What? Oh, I'm Tig. curious. Tig. If I were a filmmaker and my movie was... Atisha at Oscars. That's what I'm going to Google. Is that her email? <laughs> <laughs> she went to the Oscars? Ha ha. Hatija went to the Oscar? <gasps> uh, thank you. Okay, treat me like that and embarrass me, humiliate me in front of I all of our sh- listeners. Listen, I am Like so... I am a foolish person. Well, okay, just so you guys listen. So the people that mm. are listening to this, mm-hmm. this whole First docu- of all, thank you for listening. <laughs> this whole documentary, it takes place in the middle of... Nowhere nowhere in i mean it's beyond nowhere in macedonia and by the way i had to google macedonia because i was like i'm not sure i know where 
of course I didn't know where it was. Let's be honest. And where is it? It is next to um, Bulgaria. (laughs) Bulgaria. Okay. It is in Europe. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I did a movie in Bulgaria. I know this isn't about me. Everyone settle in. But I thought it was like a little movie and i thought oh well this will be fun to go to bulgaria that sounds very romantic and exciting (laughs) to go alone to yeah are you okay to go shoot in bulgaria Uh okay and um it was uh not Mm -hmm. uh it's not fancy so you didn't google bulgaria before i went no i actually i thought i knew where it was i think i thought it was bolivia which is in there's South no America. way of knowing <laughs> so you're like me if an agent calls yes. and and says there's an offer yes. you're like oh sure i'll I'm go like, i'll take it i don't yeah, know who's I'll in the movie do i don't know don't know don't care I, I i'm just no so excited that anybody is willing to cast me i'm like yes right let right. me dust off my passport now yeah was this woman hatija do you imagine she was familiar with the Oscars? Like, where do you begin to oh. explain what was okay. going on? Because, you know, her mother's ailing. They they live in a in a in a non-binary lean-to. You know, yes. on, on it was a on, very small. It looked like it looked like like made old, of stone. Yes, I was going to say ancient stones, but what do I know? How do I know if it's ancient? It, Probably most stones are ancient, but like it was like a pile of stones and they lived underneath. Little, yes, in a tiny little, uh, not a shack, but you heard us, a stone lean to. And yeah. her mother, uh, Quincy, she well, was. It felt like so much was going on. I mean, yeah. but she was 85, she was bedridden. The mother. Yeah. Yeah. And Hatija was out in the middle of nowhere by herself with her mother and she had a lot of bees. She loves bees. Does she love bees or is there nothing else to do? And she also travel. I mean, she would walk so far Just and kid. peek in that rock. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what was going on over there? Well, I mean, had... she would cross. Yes. What kept her going is the I question. I am so impressed with myself when I walk around the neighborhood. <laughs> you go to the mall and you go from one end to the other. I and don't like, go to the uh, mall. Oh, for heaven's Are you a mall shopper, Cheryl? I don't mind it. You are a it mall It has everything shopper. there. You can get everything in a mall. Can you imagine Hatija in a mall? I cannot. Yeah. Hatija. She, like she has a scarf over her head. Yes. Um, and when she goes into the city, which I can't even imagine how long it takes to get to a city. Let's not call and it she a city. Buys Let's a, say a town a, a at town. best. She called it a city. She okay. buys what, like a bunch of bananas and heads home? Yeah, she bought bananas. Yeah. I mean, yeah. maybe people understand at this point. It's it's not. It's, it's not. Uh, it's a very barren situation. Yes. It's a very modest life, shall we say. Modest, yes. Modest. I would say their living situation was very, very pristine. <laughs> I would say it was pristine. <laughs> now, mm-hmm. this is what confused me. Yeah. She comes back from the town mm-hmm. and she had been gifted a, a fan, like the kind of fan yes. that you unfold and you wave 
on yes. your own face. Almost like you from don't, Spain. Yeah, like there's a no handheld. There's no electricity in in this oh, area, no. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she brings the fan home and starts showing. It's a gift for her mother. Right. And her mother said, "What is this?" Yeah. Like that's how. That's rural. how. Yes. And she says, "It. You wave it." Towards your face to keep you cool and to um, keep the flies off. Keep the flies off of you. So that is what makes me think: Does Hatija does she know what the Oscars are? Um, if, if your mother doesn't know what a fan, what a is, fan is, how that you just on earth? wave? And by the way, she did have problems even figuring out how to wave it, right? Because she was going up and down with it. Right. But you really and, need to go and back and also, forth. The yeah. flies seem like the least of the concern when you are <laughs> sitting, basically living in a beehive. I mean, that was, they were essentially living in a stone beehive. Yeah. That's what I was thinking the whole time. I was thinking, first of all, how did this, how did anyone know that she lived there? And and how is a film crew? So many questions. <laughs> how do you explain? How do you... How did, did this happen? How, how did this happen? Um, how do you come across this woman? And then how do you learn about her life enough mm-hmm. to where you think, I have to make a documentary about you? And then, yeah, how do you get a film? Cr- I mean, there's a. F- when I was watching her and her mother, who's just lying in bed, I mean, yes. truly, there are scenes in the movie where you're just watching yes. one woman stare yes. at a candle burn. Yes. For a while. Okay, uh-huh. so during that time and every other moment in the film, there is a camera crew sitting there. Yes, which is crazy considering all of the bee stinging going on. And weren't you feeling through the entire movie, put the camera down, go help them? Yes! Put the camera down, go help, go help the cow. Go help the person. Oh, go help the bees. Yes. Go, put the camera down, guys. Go put the okay. camera down. Yes. Okay. Yeah. That, I don't, you know, remember Survivor? <laughs> That's still I remember on, the right? TV show. Yeah, and remember uh, there was one, there was one didn't watch it, season but... where somebody like fell into the fire. No. And it was a big deal because people said, well, should the camera person have tried to help that person before they fell into the fire or was it better that they got it on film <laughs> it's not funny it's not funny but uh did the person get hurt um well they I got mean, i would assume they got burned yeah i mean i don't know i don't know the extent of it i'm right. sure our listeners will let us know what happened i think they mm-hmm. were okay you yeah. know what i mean okay um but that's a question right mm-hmm. if your job is to film whatever is happening Mm -hmm. in that moment that is your only job that's why they are paying you to do this okay but can't you set the camera up and inter intervene when child abuse is going on oh we haven't gotten there yet um all right listen let's get back to um first of all gabby Oh, Gabby. And everyone keep in mind, Gabby is the one that served <laughs> Babs a pork taco. <laughs> she got nothing to forget. <laughs> you bet your ass. You bet um, your ass. <laughs> Do you know the song Guilty? Do you know yes, that? Because okay. you've got nothing to be guilty. No, we've to, got nothing. Uh, we've got nothing to be guilty. It's more like we got nothing to be 
Okay, you do it. Well, I'm not a singer, but it it's one of my favorite songs. Why? Just, that can't be. Oh, my God. I love that song. Why? I'm be, trying be, to tell be, you, be, but be, you keep interrupting be, be. me. I love the lines. Mm. Um, uh, what does it say? Some of my favorite lines. It says... Um, Shadows falling, baby. We stand alone out in the street. Anybody you beat got a heartache of their own. Make it a crime to be lonely. Oh, that's it. There it is. Make it a crime to be what? Lonely or sad. Okay, so you're already lonely and sad. Uh Now the police come. (laughs) Okay. Your life is bad enough. Yeah, it's already terrible. You're lonely and sad. (laughs) And then you hear sirens. Excuse me. I couldn't help but notice. Notice your tears. Get in the back of my car. You're going downtown. You're going to jail. (laughs) I used to sing along to that song and not think twice about what I was saying. And then one day it hit me. It hit you. I was like, this is terrible. I went to a, a wedding once, and their song, their mm-hmm. first dance song was, um, Two Less Lonely People in the World. <laughs> it was like, it, really was, it was a little bit sad. It was like, Like you just kind of settled? Yeah. They're just yeah. like, okay, well, at least this is good enough. Yeah, I'm deeply sad. But I two, am too. <laughs> less lonely people <laughs> it's just it's really odd and is are those people possibly listening i doubt it i don't think so yes they are oh maybe they are okay so uh let's see so Atisha. okay so she's there she's in her uh little stone house we'll call it and she gets neighbors Mm -hmm. this turkish family comes in um they're a nomadic turkish family they have a lot of how did they get their trailer down there and how did they pick out that spot how did they know they didn't get online and look up some patch of land under a tree there were no trees well there was that one tree where they by the river i guess well wherever they parked their trailer yeah, I don't. How do you? How I don't know. How I don't. Know. I and don't. why do you have to go do this business right next to her? Right next to the only lady within a hundred miles right. around. You got to park your trailer here. They backed it up right and next to her. You have marital issues beyond belief. <laughs> beyond, beyond. You didn't think they were in love. <laughs> yelling in this film. oh my gosh it feels like every conversation was an argument for the books you know what i mean I where you go okay we went a little overboard with our argument today yeah that was every time they opened their traps and talked to it one was of just like lay it out and the kid how about the son like to his dad i'm not effing doing this F yourself if you want corn, get it. You're, but I don't even effing. think he said F yourself. They use the F word. Why are we so PG? I don't know. But, I'm worried. I don't want to offend anybody. Well, by saying, right. fuck, fuck yourself, y'all. 
But they didn't. But he was like eight, and he's telling his dad to fuck but off. But he wouldn't and... even finish his sentence. He would just use no. the F word. Yeah, there was a lot. There was a, listen, tensions were high. Mm-hmm. For good reason. I mean, <laughs> I, I can you imagine the stress? No. I'm stressed in my life. And you've got a lovely house. I. You get in your car, and you drive around. I, I Did you have around. a snack whenever you want it? Oh, yeah. You're I not like earlier. Digging. I was talking to somebody and I said, hold on a minute. I'd like okay. to get a snack. Hold on. What did you get? I had popcorn oh. with uh, garlic powder and nutritional yeast. That doesn't sound good at all. Well, it was for me and not you. <laughs> you know what I just had? What? I just had some baked um, flaming hot Cheetos. I'm not proud of myself, but... They were delicious. I bet, I bet your breath smells just as delicious <laughs> well, as mine does. Yours? <laughs> That's what I just said. Okay. I here's I stopped eating Cheetos when I became a vegan person. Oh, and why uh, they're not vegan? Um, no. Oh, because they have che- they have cheese. That's right. I didn't, I didn't think it was real. Okay, go ahead. There's milk product oh. in Cheetos. I used to love Cheetos. And I loved flaming hot Cheetos. Loved. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> you really dropped it down low. <laughs> I know. I love a flaming hot Cheeto. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. Yeah, baby. Okay. okay was there so, an end to that? Was yeah. the whole story? Okay. No, it's not. But oh. my stories would be a lot quicker if you wouldn't interrupt <laughs> saying, is at the end. I'm trying to give people mm-hmm. uh, that enjoy flaming hots mm-hmm. a way to take it up a notch. Okay. Well, there's so many alternatives if you okay. really want to talk about that. Well, we're here but to talk about Honeyland, but go ahead. But if you are going to eat a Flamin' Hot Cheeto, yeah, here's what I used to have with it. Okay. Pickled okra. No, I know. I know. Sounds disgusting, but my friend Tig. Nancy turned me on to it. And Tig. What? I don't know about that. You have a little pickled okra. You have, you have a little Flamin' Hot Cheeto. You have a little pickled... Wow. Okay, listeners... Get yourself some pickled okra. Some Flaming Hot Cheetos. Flaming Hot Cheetos. And try it and let us know. Let us know. Okay. Okay, so the so the Turkish family moves in next door. The dad's name is Hussein. And listen, at the beginning, it seemed very sweet. They all seemed to be getting along, right? Well, everyone seemed sweet at first. Hatija was getting along with the family and they were all laughing. And I was so happy for Hatija because she finally had people to talk to instead of just yelling at her mother all day <laughs> she was very she was very sweet to her mother but she's curt she's curt yes very well curt. listen you have but woman eat the watermelon what do you listen to, <laughs> i can't I, hear you i said eat the watermelon it's what what did you say eat the watermelon woman there was a lot of that going on but i really i laughed out loud when the mother said I don't want honey. <laughs> I'm sure she's so sick of being offered honey. How long has she been stuck in that bed having to eat honey? Honey. That's all there is to eat there. By candlelight with her daughter. I have a question too. I mean, I don't know if you're the person to ask this, but in the film, they're all eating the honeycomb. Do you eat that and swallow it? I don't. I mean, I know you can eat honeycomb. Isn't it just it's like, a, it's wax? like wax? Yeah. Right? It seems like that would be tough on your innards. No? Well, <laughs> listen, <laughs> I think, again, that's the least of their 
concerns there. That's true. That's true. I mean, at that point, you might welcome something that's different. It's a very harsh life they're living out there. Very. And I don't think a little wax, <laughs> a little wax in their, up in your in your digestive system is going to really tip the scale. No. 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 Okay. So the family next door, mm-hmm. they see her with her bees. And she has great honey. Mm-hmm. She knows what she's doing with the bees. Mm-hmm. She only takes half of their honey, the bees, so they don't get angry. Mm-hmm. It's a reasonable transaction. Yes. I'll take half of what you made. <laughs> and you can have the rest. And, you leave, and I'll leave you the other half of what's also well, yours. That being said, she does make a lovely home for them out of cow dung. Yes. So... I mean, you you use what you have access to. What you have, you know. That's right. And so, anyway, the point is, she has a good groove going. She really communicates with the bees. And then Hussein. It says Hussein Sam. I mean, is I guess we call him Hussein Sam, Uh, the dad. He um, no one cares. He (laughs) he decides. Oh, that's good looking, honey. Mm -hmm. I think I will also start making honey again how does the documentary filmmaker know know. that that there's going to be drama i don't know well you know what gobby told me what gobby said that this took the filmmaker three years to film oh my god and where did they stay i don't know like in a pile of rubble i mean do you think there's a holiday inn close by i don't think there's one in the country is that you think well, well, whatever the um, Macedonian. Yeah, I don't know what their hotel of choice would be. <laughs> I don't know. Again, the They're mother didn't know what a fan was. Right. Yes. Right. So that's what yeah. that's what we're dealing. With. I don't know that they could point them in the direction of a nice hotel <laughs> in the area. <laughs> This episode is brought to you by Philo. Do you love TV? Do you love saving money? Then Philo is your solution. Philo has shows, movies, and live TV for just $25 a month. You can even try it for free with their seven-day free trial. No contracts, no commitments, no hassles, just a better way to watch TV. Never miss a minute of shows like the hit docuseries Where is Wendy Williams or classics such as Friends. If you can't get enough TV, then there's no better way to watch. Philo has more than 70 channels like BET, MTV, and AMC. And the best part? You can try it yourself with their seven-day free trial. Sign up today at philo.tv slash poppods. That's P-H-I-L-O dot TV slash P-O-P-P-O-D-S to get 50% off your first month. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. 
Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay. Okay, so there's a huge news news flash that just happened. Our yeah. producer Thomas just informed us that the documentary <laughs> filmmakers filmed this whole thing for three years, not knowing what the people were saying. They didn't know the language, and so they didn't even they, know. They didn't know what was happening until I mean, they went home and and transcribed it, and then somebody. I mean, some of it you can guess. It's like, here's watermelon, mom, and then or shut up. (laughs) There's a lot. Or you lazy bum. No. Or watch out! Ow, I got stung by a bee again. (laughs) Why didn't they? Everyone was getting stung by a bee. Why didn't they just put the bee outfits on (laughs) every time? Well, do you think they did? They didn't have the bee outfits. Well, the bee outfits appeared from time to time. I wonder if it's because that one guy, remember there was a one guy, the businessman who wanted all the honey mm-hmm. from Hussein. Mm-hmm. And he, he would go there and he'd say, I want to buy all your honey. For our listeners, while <laughs> Cheryl's imitating that guy, she's shaking her shoulders back and forth. Like, <laughs> like hey, 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 shake, shake, shake. Hey, yeah, because he's here. like, he was like a big man on campus, mm-hmm. and he he wanted to buy all the honey, and so then the Hussein was trying to make the bees make honey faster. That's not how it works, Tig. No, I know. And poor Hatija, mm-hmm. her bees are right next door. Okay, and she said to the guy, "Do not put your bees close to my bees, because." <laughs> You're going to take all their honey. I always leave them honey. And they're going to come and try to steal my honey. Okay, this is exactly when the saying, none of your beeswax. (laughs) Oh, this is none of your beeswax. This is none of your beeswax. This This is is my beeswax. This is none of your beeswax. Oh, my God. I am so glad we got that out of this because Mm -hmm. I was wondering why we watched this, but Mm -hmm. it's. We got to the origin of none of your beeswax. That's right. It is none of your beeswax. Hey, yeah. What if they transcribe this and that's what they were yelling back and forth? This, this is none <laughs> the of your whole time? Be- yeah. For an hour and a half? Right. It's none of your beeswax. <laughs> oh. It's none of your beeswax. Is that the accent? Yeah, those, I, I nailed them both. <laughs> one was Turkish and one was uh, Macedonian. Mesod- yeah. The other. Uh, okay, so now... As you can imagine, 
things are going well. <laughs> we told you about uh, what's what's her name? Uh, Hatija. So she has nothing. You know, she's trading her honey. You for know, how you can remember her name is huh. like Ha Tizia. Oh, Ha Tizia. Okay, Ha Tizia. But like, put it together, Ha Tizia. Hatija. Mm-hmm. Um, never forget it. What? I know I like it. Hatija. But it makes it sound like I have to go up. Anyway. But you don't have to. You can just say Hatija. I was just trying to give you a uh, way. Like, fit. ha. You're laughing because you're teasing. Got yeah. it. Hatija. Okay. So Hatija. Mm-hmm. Hatija had so little money. I don't know if she's going to appreciate that. <laughs> I think she knows this. I'm not breaking news to Hatija. I think um, she's going to be offended. So she was trading her honey for bananas to give to her mom. and Actually, um, when you put it like that, maybe she didn't have a lot of money. <laughs> and she went to the village. And what was the one thing she she bought for herself? Uh, hair dye. Hair dye. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because Which... her gray roots were growing out. Which, by the way, was very sweet mm-hmm. and slightly heartbreaking. Yeah. Because at this point in the film, it was only her and her mom who I'm pretty sure can't see. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, as she said to her mother, everybody wants to look pretty. That's true. She yeah. did. That was... Uh, Myself excluded, it- but yes. <laughs> and she wore a scarf all the time. Yeah. So it was well, maybe it's to hide her gray hair. No, because even after she got the the hair oh, dye, right. she did put. She the still scarf. wore the scarf. So I know. I was thinking when she bought the hair dye that we were going to yeah. see this moment where she yeah. like got oh the makeover. Up. Yeah, I thought we were going to see the makeover. <laughs> like her walking out of her her stone house, like in slow motion with the like the, Beyonce style with the fan yeah. blowing. Yeah, no, that didn't happen. No. But um, but it did make me wonder, like. As a woman, when can you just l- let it go? You know what I mean? Well, you mean just us like ladies looks, in general? <laughs> like, your, like your looks and your roots. And it's like, okay, it's, it's, you can stop I feel sucking like it you, in. I feel like you kind of let things go a few years ago. <laughs> Did it show? Yeah, I feel like you were just, just like, nah, who cares? And just. Really let yourself I don't care. go. My, um, my brother Mike, my brother Mike is always like, Cheryl, just let it go. It's mm-hmm. fine. You're fine. Do you feel very tied to looking good and not letting things go? Yeah. Yeah. Like what percentage? If 100% is 100%, where are you? <laughs> well, as far as what, like... Oh, like letting your hair. I'm not saying that my hair would be gray if I just let it grow out. But I mean, I don't know what color it is at this point. But just let your hair be the natural color. Uh, and then if you if you gain some weight, you gain some weight. Mm-hmm. Actually, I was just thinking about moo's. Oh. I see the appeal. Because I'm like, they're very comfortable. Well, yeah. When, when, when did you not see the appeal of moo's? Ah, because... I always felt like, oh, they're giving up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But now I feel like, oh, they're being sensible and comfortable. Yeah. I feel like 
I don't want to let myself go. Yeah. Just because I think that for health reasons, Mm. you know, because I think there's this conversation that's, there's an opposing conversation where people are like, just let yourself go and be happy. Mm. But that's assuming that letting yourself go is going to make you happy. Right. Whereas taking care of my health and myself is actually what makes me happy. Yeah. And it's not because I just won't let go, but I I know what it feels like to not be eating right or Mm. moving my body regularly. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't dye my hair, but... Mm. um, Yeah, secrets out. That sounded very judgmental. Okay, secrets out, and I judge you. I judge (laughs) you. (laughs) The person wearing $2 uh, readers (laughs) is judging you. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, Maybe I'll reach a point, because I thought about it, where I I thought, well, maybe I'll just totally let myself go. But letting myself go just makes me think of not wearing clothes that I like or not eating healthy and that just seems I think there's a balance of taking care of your health and and doing that Mm -hmm. and then you know looking the way that makes you feel good and then also if you want to eat flaming hot Cheetos for fuck's sake eat flaming hot Cheetos because life is short and who gives a but life gets even shorter if you have too many flaming hot Cheetos okay so don't eat too many Jeez, Jesus, wow. we, okay. we just really had What a if fight. I went the other way as I hmm. continue to age and I really started to, like I started to dye my hair and I just started mm. to like... Oh, really... like bleach blonde, like your platinum blonde and yeah. you started like eyeliner. Yes. Yeah, oh, to... like uh, permanent eyelash extensions and yes, stuff like that. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I would love to see that. Okay, well, I think it'll be fun. Okay. Okay. Anyway, Hatizia. 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 She probably deserves to let herself go, but also if it makes her feel pretty. Right. Then then... I'm glad. I'm glad for it. Mm -hmm. Uh, But if you do watch this film, it'll be very interesting to keep in mind that she went to the Oscars. Yes. Because it's really hard. I mean, I can't even imagine her on an airplane. No. You know what I mean? No. Uh, I mean, I picture her walking through fields and over mountains to get to the Oscars. (laughs) And peeking in little crevices in mountainsides for bees. On her way to the Oscars. You think she like, you think she was like walking through the Hollywood Hills by the Hollywood sign? Yeah, I think she appeared out of bushes (laughs) and went to the Oscars. I wish, and now I need to know, I probably will never. Who she was wearing? (laughs) I wonder who she was wearing. What was that conversation? Would the filmmaker... Well, it wasn't a conversation. They don't even speak the same language. Oh, I'm sure they figured out a way to Okay. To go back there and say, hey, do you want to go to the Oscars? I had to write a, a letter once to my mother's housekeeper after my mother died. Because mm. I embarrassingly can't even speak Spanish. Same but thing. I had accidentally given my... 
my mother and her housekeeper were very close. Yeah. And after my mother died, her housekeeper was walking around the house just sobbing as she cleaned room to room. And I was like, oh, gosh, you know. And I thought, well, I'll let her go in and maybe take some of my mother's clothes or something, you know, just so she could have something. And then she ended up, I didn't realize it, but she ended up taking something that was really important Important to to me. And my mother was a dancer, and I saw her leaving with my mother's ballet slippers. And I thought, Mm. oh, gosh, I I feel like I want to keep my mother's ballet slippers. But I didn't know how to deal with it because she was walking out the door. And so I went online, and I wrote her a letter, and then I did the translation and switched it into Spanish. Spanish, Spanish, yeah. And printed it out and then <laughs> waited for the next week when she came over and I put it on the counter and I I was like, hi, I, I wrote you a letter. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it no. was so uncomfortable. Oh. It was so uncomfortable. And, and was she fine with it? Uh, yeah, she was so fine. Was so I was so embarrassed to like ask for my mother's oh. ballet. No, well, you shouldn't be embarrassed. Well, I know, but I didn't want... I just but didn't yeah, want to it's make weird... her uncomfortable. Yeah. yeah. After I was like, oh, yeah, go in. Because she was crying Whatever in my mother's want. closet. And, and then I was like, oh, actually, don't take that. Bring them back <laughs> next time. And then it had to wait another week for her to come back with the ballet <laughs> slippers. It was a whole ordeal. Oh, I like that you presented her with a... A document. <laughs> Can you sign here, please, <laughs> that you will return my... <laughs> it was embarrassing. Oh, that is that's a story kind of sad but sweet i guess tig yeah so the neighbors the neighbors are a bit of a mess okay they have cows now the cows are dying that was so sad this I you know, know. what gabby as a gabby gabby is vegan okay yeah so am i yes i don't even think you need to be vegan to care that a right. dead cow was being no. drugged behind a trailer, no. a tractor. I didn't need to see that. Nobody needed to see that. It was so sad to see. I mean, one of the cutest, saddest things was when that Uh-oh. little baby, the like year and a half year old, was holding that kitten so terribly. Yes. It was so cute, but also like, put the kitten down. Let the kitten go. And someone pick up that baby. <laughs> I mean, the babies. Like yeah, the two-year-olds were doing, you know, working labor. bee work with the bees. Oh, my it's gosh. It's like the, all of the kids, it's like, get over there and pull out some of the the beeswax. Not only pull out some of the beeswax, pull out the calf out of the backside yeah. of the cow giving birth. I know. Is that is that necessary? Does, does a person have, I mean, clearly they don't because cows have calves all the time without somebody all pulling the time. it. All the all the time, but I, what this kid's maybe seven or something. Yeah. I have no idea. But all I could think was, you know, my kids are four, and it, I just realized <laughs> recently, just recently, mm-hmm. that I can have them go do things for me. Oh, I'll be upstairs and I'll think, oh, I need to go down and, and get do something, get something. Mm-hmm. But it just dawned on me I don't have to, and I can say, oh, hey, Max. Could you run downstairs and get and and he's so they're both so excited to go to have a a, some, task. a purpose yeah and they want to go do it and they want to do oh. it right and they and they it's bring win-win. it up but it's really minor things like 
I left my phone on the kitchen counter. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine saying, I think the cow is giving birth. Can you run out back and yank the calf out of its um, private parts? Mm-hmm. Or the bees. The bees. The bees and the grinding. You had to grind the, the corn. And Stephanie and I, on our walk around our neighborhood, there's a tree that has bees in it. Mm. And, and all the neighbors have written little letters and they've taped it to the fence near the tree saying, please respect the bees and please mm. be, you know, thoughtful and kind. And if you don't like bees, go to the other side of the street. It is an ordeal when Stephanie and I walk through there because Stephanie is convinced that the swarm of bees is going to get all of us. Whereas I'm like, wow. Huckleberry Tig, I walk through, I, yeah, you know, walk through the bees. I walk through the bees. But you can't scream because you can't open your mouth when you walk through the bees. All I'm saying is I can't imagine my family living in this situation. <laughs> no, and using no. a tin roof as a slide. They're just, remember, they were just sliding on the rooftop. Uh, I, I don't even, I, you know what? There are so many images in my And the baby mind. walking through the pasture past cow dung. I mean, yeah. when uh, How about nobody, the baby? nobody's like, watch out, the cow pooped right <laughs> no. there, and there, and there, and there. No. When we walk on our neighborhood walk, I'm constantly like, dog poop, watch your right. step. <laughs> you know, I mean, no, wait, is... it's not covered in poop, our neighborhood, but just like mm. I, I got my eye on it and I, I give a shout. Yeah, yeah. no, nobody. there was no shouting no. out to the no. kids. How about the poor little tiny girl with like the bee sting by your eyeball? Oh, my God. I, I mean, listen, we can't t- stress enough the bee stings in this film. I mean, it's called Honeyland, right? Yeah, which sounds it sweet, sounds, huh? Yeah. Um, sounds very uh, welcoming. Yes. Like, oh, this Ooh, is going to be uplifting. Like, reminds me of uh, Winnie the Pooh. Oh, where is the um, where is Holiday the- Inn, Honeyland, <laughs> Holiday Inn? <laughs> I mean, it was... Okay, so something that I really that sticks with me about this film. Mm. At some point, okay, as you can imagine, the neighbors, they're fighting now. Uh, what's her name? Has, nice to meet you. Nope. How's the teacher? Hatizia. Hatizia. <laughs> nice Hat- to meet you. <laughs> Hatizia. No, Hatizia. <laughs> Hatizia is now so upset with the neighbors because her bees are dying their bees are dying. The cows are dying. 50 cows have died. Her mother's died. dying. Her mother's dying. And now her mother is just so angry at these neighbors. So angry that the mother says she was sort of cursing the neighbors. Mm-hmm. And she said, may God burn their livers. Which I thought. Have you never said that? <laughs> I thought it was a very specific curse may god burn their livers and what kind of god would burn somebody's liver yeah why go for the liver it's very specific it's like go inside their body and only burn the liver or is it burn the whole person may god pinch (laughs) his pancreas may god (laughs) pinch his pancreas So oh God burn their livers. And then and if there's time, pinch his pancreas. <laughs> but they really got worked up. They all got very worked up for good reason. Yeah. So 
now is the time to pause it if you don't want the hair. May God <laughs> chew on his appendix. God give it a good chew, that appendix. If you don't want to hear the beans being spilled about Because this land. story turns around. <laughs> now is the time to pause it. But the neighbors end up moving away. To where? To we where? We don't know. Where did they go? How about the scene where the mom is single-handedly pushing a truck off <laughs> the hill? <laughs> I mean, I was like... And then the, the husband claims she just sits on her ass and eats all day. <laughs> I'm like, I'm First sorry. All- <laughs> I saw her pushing a truck up a hill. I saw her grinding the corn. I saw her pushing. I I saw to her. To be fair, this is all over three years. It could have only been <laughs> what she did. The one thing yeah. that she did. Yeah. And the husband's like <laughs> trying to make it all happen. Yeah. There was a lot of uh, the, da- the dad is cursing the sons and the sons are cursing the dads. And oh. anyway, so at one point they finally left. What and what do you think they had a conversation of like there's greener pastures elsewhere? Where did they go? Right. Where did they go? Where are they now having a different, happier God, I hope there's another documentary about those guys. <laughs> <laughs> I really hope I hope we can see what happens. Woman, <laughs> get off your ass and go push that truck up the hill. <laughs> Oh, God. Okay. Was there a day that they looked at each other with love? I guess so, because uh, they have a lot of kids. I mean, I guess that doesn't require love. No. I mean, I guess a lot of people, I mean, honestly, it just requires. Honey, I saw you pushing that dead (laughs) truck up the hill and cannot wait. I got to have you. (laughs) I got to have you. So, sadly, uh, after the neighbors leave, I'm just going to say it. Beans are spilling. (laughs) And by the way, this ending, didn't see it coming. (laughs) Did not see this coming. But go ahead, tell everyone. The mom passes away. And now Hatija is left alone. Mm -hmm. She has a few cats. Well, before her mother died, you know, she asked her mother if when oh, the matchmakers. I'm, the matchmakers... I didn't even want you to say that because it's too sad. Yeah. Okay. But go ahead. Now you said it. So people should know. I mean, I understood what was being discussed. Right. But what is she talking about? I mean, I imagine it's like, you know, some of these small villages and a, I'll say eligible bachelor <laughs> uh, comes into the village and then. When, and once again, when I say village, it's really just one house. Um, and when and she then, says house, she means a stone <laughs> beehive. <laughs> and then the parents will say, oh, we'll present their daughters to that that guy. And there were some interested eligible bachelors. And Hatizia's father said no. Mm-mm. <laughs> Is this the saddest documentary we've ever seen? I mean, it's... Well, it's some like, would say mine was sad, but you didn't feel anything. No, I didn't find yours sad. I found yours uplifting and inspiring. What did it inspire you to do? Take life by the horns and just... We'll be right back after these messages. 
But I mean, this film is like, whoa. Should we let Gabi pick movies Mm-mm. in the future? No. I, f- I feel like Mm-mm. I feel like she ruined well, it for herself. She listen, I mean, this film was beautifully shot. Oh, it was incredible. Lots of um very close ups of bees. Which is what we're looking for. <laughs> you know what I realized? As much mm. as I'm not someone into, um, what is it? Subtitles. Um, I realized that is a way to get people to watch your movie. Because you kind of are oh, focused. Have to pay attention. You, you have to pay attention and read. And you, yes. you know. And so I just thought maybe I'll do subtitles. Oh, that's um, such a great idea. In... I was going to say the next movie I make, but I don't know that I'll... That you'll have it together enough by then. Yeah, or that anyone uh, will want me to so make a movie. Just... But I would just do subtitles and do some crazy language. Oh, I thought you were just going to mouth the words, but not no sound No, well, I could be in a little, uh, little corner. That would be funny, is to have a movie and then have the very bottom right corner of the movie, yeah. me mouthing the words. <laughs> <laughs> that is a service that people need. <laughs> That is going to be so helpful to so many people. I'm not. I'm not saying it out loud. It's, it's not a different language. It's Mm-mm. not printed. It's just me in a little mouthing, in a little corner, mouthing, mouthing all of the words. That would make you laugh. Come on, if you're watching a movie, and my stupid face popped up, and I was mouthing, and you were just mouthing all of the lines. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'd be so angry. Um, okay, listen. Let's. This is it. I'm just going to tell you how it ends. On an uplifting note, Hatija finds honey and bees on the hillside and shares her honey with her dog, Jackie. How about poor Jackie is like, why am I eating honeycomb? Or more importantly, how did I end up in this living situation? <laughs> so that's, that's uh, Honeyland. <laughs> Where did that dog come? Where did the cats come from? I don't know. And how do they know the dog's name was Jackie? That seems like a weird name of all the other names in this film. But they all probably... of a sudden, there's a dog named Jackie. <laughs> how do we know this? <laughs> What if that's nothing like what they were saying in the movie? <laughs> and they put the wrong subtitles up. That would also be really funny. Oh, my gosh. So uh, many great ideas that came from this. Mm-hmm. To do a movie, do subtitles incorrectly and incorrectly. just create a story. A completely different storyline. Com- oh, my gosh. Let's do it, Cheryl. And she met the man of her dreams, the next door neighbor, and they had a wild love affair. And he, his wife was mad because he kept acting like going he's going off to, to deal with the, the bees. bees again. <laughs> Tig, are you ready for our final segment? Yeah. Here we go. It's time for Happily Ever After Thoughts, where we give our final thoughts on this week's documentary. Tig, (laughs) did you cry? No. No, I I didn't. But I cannot wait to hear who you were attracted to. It's a tough one. Gosh. I mean, there were only like three people in the document. I know. Oh, you know who I was attracted to? Someone in the village. Remember the world's worst party you've ever seen? 
Yes. Okay. And there was a guy with sunglasses. With a, with a cell phone? And he was, yes. You were attracted to him too? Yes. And I couldn't uh, tell if it was, I was just so happy that the, I. Where's his <laughs> cell service coming from? Wow, he's kind of good looking with this phone. But I couldn't tell if I was just attracted to him because he had, he had a, a cell phone. Cell phone. <laughs> so this is the second movie where we're attracted to the same person. Well, let's be honest. This was slim pickings. Okay. I mean, there were only a few people in this film. Yeah, okay. I mean, I, I would using the word attracted is... Why are you taking this so seriously all of a sudden? Oh, Nobody cause... listening has ever thought. <laughs> okay, out of all of the movies we've yes. watched, who have you genuinely been attracted to? I liked the the remember Sugar Sugarland Sugar Man Sugar Man Sugar Man. Uh-huh, Sugar Man. Uh, he was very like mysterious and she's shaking her shoulders. <laughs> he was alluring. Oh, and somebody in the Bee Gees. It wasn't one of the Bee Gees. It was Barry. I don't, I don't think I was. A, I mean, young Barry. Yeah, mm-hmm. maybe young Barry. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't think you meant that you were into <laughs> Barry Gibb now. Well, I don't want to say that because what if Barry's listening? And he is. Who and is he, and listening? He's a, and he would be a g- great catch. Were you genuinely attracted to James? Jarecki? Oh. No, the lead singer of Metallica. Yes. I knew it. I liked him. I did like him. Mm. Okay, how about you? Who Who was I attracted to? I know one of them. Who? Sugarman's daughter? I don't know that, that I was really now. genuinely mm. wanting... You were just saying, okay. Okay, this is, this is going to be a surprise twist. Oh, I can't wait. Because it's... The wrong gender. Okay, I like it. And when I say the wrong gender, I mean dead wrong gender. <laughs> it was a man. Okay. But it was not just one man. It was all of the men. I cannot wait. Oh, I know it. I Who? know. It's that band. Death? Yeah. Yeah, the band Death in the 70s. Yeah. Yeah. You, would, you liked them all. Yeah. I think they have the best look and vibe mm. in the 70s if they oh, ask, okay, okay. if they ask me out now maybe not no offense to them no if, i'm no. certain somebody else will be into them and probably yes. their wives hopefully yeah. yes but yes it is the band death in the 70s yeah okay there's like Little rocker jeans and the big afros and like they just... had such a great vibe. I don't know how else to say it. Je ne sais quoi. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you want to hang out with them for sure. Oh yeah. Okay. Take. Should we read some true fan mail? Yes, please. Do you want to do it or you want me to do it? I feel like you're better at it. Oh, don't do that to yourself. You're just making me do it. Okay. Um. <laughs> Aiden R. writes, I am a contracted cleaner and I only listen to your podcast while vacuuming. (laughs) Every single episode, I have a mind out of body experience for a few seconds when Tig says, stop your vacuum. (laughs) (laughs) 
before remembering it's just something she says every time I think how does she have this information when this happens? I half expect her to say, stop your vacuum, Aiden. That would really make me shit my pants. Well, stop your vacuum, Aiden. And I'll tell you how I got this information. You just wrote it to us. Oh my God, I really loved that. Yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, okay, here's one more. Thanks for listening, Aiden. I know. Jillian M. writes, Hi, Tig and Cheryl. I loved your episode about the Villages documentary a while back. My dad, who's 62, and my stay-at-home brother, 38, lived there. Stay-at-home brother. (laughs) And my brother frequents the pools a lot. I have yet to go in a pool at the Villages because I'm not of age. You have to be at least 30 to get a guest pass at the pool. Really? He said that he used to see the guy who lives in the band, Dennis, at this one pool, but he recently got kicked out as of February 2021. So in case you were wondering, Dennis Dennis got kicked out? He's alive and well and still trolling for hot, rich chicks at the pool. Not just the village's pool anymore, apparently. That's all. Thank you for your laughs. Oh, that's a lot to... First of all, I like that they card you <laughs> to, get to be to 30. Pool. You have to be 30. I love well, the I guess they think people mellow out a little bit by then, and you're probably yeah. not, you know, doing cannonballs. I mean, but a 28-year-old? I guess you have to look. You have to cut it if off you're somewhere, you're 29 right? and a half, nope, you take it elsewhere. <laughs> take it take your cannonball elsewhere, cuckoo bird. <sighs> By the way, I love the 38-year-old that's the stay-at-home brother that's just having a ball at the villages. I've never heard that saying, a stay-at-home brother. I haven't either, but I'm going to start using it. I am too. We have to give credit. Are these people writing in to, where do they write into our email? Where is this coming from that you're reading this, Cheryl? Yeah, our emails. Tig and Cheryl, true story at gmail.com. Also, you should follow us on Instagram Mm -hmm. and I think we have Twitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, do we have Facebook? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We're everywhere. And you can leave a uh, review for us oh, at yeah. any of the places where you get your podcasts, right? That's right. All right, Tig, we did it. We sure did, Cheryl. Do you have anything you want to promote? Um, no. Mm. You don't either? Okay. Well, thanks everybody for listening. No, I actually wanted to promote my book that also is an audio book. If you don't have the energy to read words, it's an audio book. My old show, One Mississippi. Say the title. Well, my book is I'm Just a Person. Okay. That's good enough for for One Mississippi. And then I'm also Mm -hmm. on Star Trek. And I okay. also have a special called Boyish Girl Interrupted. I have one called okay. Happy to Be Here. Um, you, I have this an has album been great. called Live. I that was an album Honeyland. called Good One. That was Honeyland. I am in a movie coming out in oh, May God. called mm-hmm. Army of the Dead. All right. That's yeah. exciting. You should have started and ended with that one. I have a new stand-up special coming out. I haven't promoted that. Did you that. shoot it yet? Well... That's none well. of your business. It's coming oh. out very soon. <laughs> okay, that's it. Should we do it again? Yeah, let's do it again. 
I'm afraid we're probably going to do it again. <laughs> Tig and Cheryl True Story is hosted by me, Cheryl Hines, and Tig Notaro. It's produced by Gabby Kovacic and Thomas Willette. Audio engineered and edited by Thomas Willette with music by David Susson. Special thanks to Patrick McDonald and Stephanie Allen. Follow us on social media for updates and review and rate True Story on Apple Podcasts. We really appreciate it. You can also email us at Tig and Cheryl True Story at gmail.com. Next week, we'll be talking about going clear, Scientology, and the prison of belief. That was a headgum podcast.